Welcome to Staying Relevant Tomorrow, a podcast about how you as a leader can stay relevant in this rapidly changing world. Each week, we deliver key insights and ideas that will help you embrace change and stay ahead of the competition. I'm your host, Sonali Sinha. Welcome to the seventh episode of this series. This episode continues with the CARES model of leadership development that I have designed for preparing leaders for success in this VUCA world. CARES is an acronym where C stands for credible, A for adaptive, R for resolute, E for emotionally intelligent, and S for sense-making. I talked about being credible, adaptive, resolute, and emotionally intelligent in the preceding episodes. And in this episode, I will talk about sense-making. Sense-making has emerged as a critical skill for leaders in this VUCA world. Have you encountered the term sense-making before? What does it mean? Sense-making is a term that was introduced by Carl Weick, an organizational theorist in the 1970s and basically refers to how we structure the unknown so as to be able to act in it. It involves coming up with a plausible understanding and interpretation of the shifting world, testing our understanding with others through data collection, action and conversations, and then refining the interpretation or abandoning it in favor of a new one that better explains the shifting reality. So in the business world, sense-making could mean learning about the changing market scenario or the customer preferences or new technologies. It could mean learning about the culture, politics and structure of a new company or about a problem that hasn't been encountered before. It could also mean uh, figuring out why a previously successful business model is no longer working. So sense-making is very, very relevant in our day-to-day business world. Sense-making basically enables leaders to have a better grasp of what is going on in their environment and then enabling them to engage in other leadership activities uh, such as developing their vision, engaging and influencing others and building systems and processes to achieve the desired outcome. What distinguishes great leaders from average leaders in this rapidly changing world is their ability to perceive the nature of the game that they are playing and the rules by which it has to be played while they are playing the game. So when you see it from this perspective, sense-making basically calls for the capacity to move between intuition and logic, inductive and deductive reasoning, heuristics and algorithms, and continuously looking for and providing evidence and generating and testing hypotheses, uh, all of this while still playing the game. You don't get time out to do the analysis and then get back into the game. You have to do the analysis while also dealing with your day-to-day activities. And this is something a lot of leaders struggle with. To be able to focus on the strategic 
needs of their business and their day-to-day -day activities of their business. So as such, sense-making requires that leaders have the ability to deal with uh, cognitive complexities and also have self-awareness and emotional intelligence and the flexibility and agility to respond to the rapidly changing environment in which they operate. It also requires that leaders are able to engage others in their organization in figuring out how to interpret the environment or how to play the game. If they only rely on their own readings of the situation, they may miss out on some important perspectives uh, that they can get from the others. So how critical is sense-making in today's VUCA world? We are clearly in the midst of an unprecedented environment that has rendered previous ways of dealing with disruption totally ineffective. Even if we set aside this pandemic, there are always substantial global changes in areas such as politics, economics, climate change, uh, resource depletion, technological innovation and so on that keep impacting the operating environment of companies regularly. Leaders need to be able to read and interpret these developments and deduce how their business is going to get impacted and how they can handle it more effectively on an ongoing basis. In the same manner, at an organizational level, leaders need to engage in sense-making to understand things like why their teams are not functioning or they are not motivated or why their customers are leaving or why their operations may be falling short on safety and reliability and so on. Even at a personal level, sense-making can help in understanding things like why you may not have lived up to your expectations as a leader or why you don't seem to be getting along with your new boss and so on. So you see, sense-making is important not just for leaders, but at all levels. But given the role of the leader, it becomes a critical capability. Without a strong sense-making capability, a leader will not be able to figure out how to navigate the rapidly changing market and lead their organization to success. So what does sense-making entail? Sense-making is about reading the signals identifying patterns, making hypothesis, testing the hypothesis through data collection or action or conversations with others, and then forming a more evolved understanding of the situation and then acting based on this understanding. Then as we continue to act, we can refine or change the framework or mental map to fit our experience and reflect our growing understanding of the situation. So sense-making is not about finding the correct answer in the first go. It's about creating an evolving picture that becomes more detailed and more representative of the situation through action and conversations. When facing rapid changes, it is more important to take a view 
or make an initial interpretation and then act upon it rather than to get stuck in an analysis paralysis mode. When we form our initial interpretation and choose to act on it, it helps the team also to develop a clear purpose and an image of where they are and where they are going. The initial interpretation is only a starting point. We then have to pay attention to the cues from the environment and incorporate new information that is available. And in doing so, we get a better understanding of the changing environment. When dealing with uncertainty and ambiguity, people tend to get very anxious and are unable to proceed in any direction. By enabling your people to get some sense of the situation, you can help them to calm down and then get them to act. That is why forming an initial mental map and getting into action mode is more important than finding the right answer, uh, which is actually really difficult to find anyways, because our perception and action themselves change our reality dynamically. So it's an ongoing process. In short, uh, plausibility as opposed to accuracy is more important in sense-making in a rapidly changing environment. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. So that brings us to how do you do effective sense making? Deborah Anacona of the MIT Sloan School of Management has done extensive work in this area. Based on her work and related research, there are basically five aspects to work on to be good at sense making as a leader. First, explore the wider system. It's important to listen and broadly question all internal and external stakeholders to get different perspectives about the changing environment or the problem. If the nature of the problem or the change is not already explicit, then it's important to use uh, this information that you're gathering to even help define the issue. You need to leverage various sources of information such as formal or informal interviews, reports, social media, and other online content. This uh, data gathering process can be done more effectively if you're able to build rapport with employees and your partners and vendors, and you're able to enlist them as your eyes and ears. This will help you actually explore and constantly be aware of new developments in your environment. The second is to pursue opinions that differ from your own. As a leader, you must keep an open mind when building a sense-making mental map. It's important that you quickly identify your own mental models and the assumptions that you're making and realize how there might be biases in your approach to data collection. You know, questioning these underlying assumptions 
is also very critical to ensure that your cognitive biases do not interfere with your sense making process. You should ideally delay the formation of your own mental map until you have gathered sufficient data, including you know, information from people who may disagree with your perspective. In fact, engaging with them will help you widen your perspective. So never be afraid to ask, what am I missing here? Third, test your assumptions. Sense-making is an iterative process. You need to evaluate your progress periodically to see if you are headed in the right direction. This is especially important when uh, you are confronted with adaptive challenges rather than technical challenges because the nature of the solution may need to change over time as the environment keeps changing. Once you've gathered enough data to form an initial hypothesis, you should learn by doing through low risk experiments to test your understanding and add the data that you gather from these trials to your sense-making map. This is very much like in the uh, startup world we talk about the minimum viable product so that you can actually assess uh, the need for that product, the demand for that product, the response to your product. So it's all about being able to test your hypothesis about whether the product is of value to the customers that you believe would be interested in it. The fourth one is to adopt multiple perspectives. Try and see the issue from multiple perspectives. If you have reached your conclusion independently and the conclusion seems too easy, then your idea may simply be reinforcing the stereotypes uh, that are there in the organization. You should make use of teams and committees of key stakeholders which include not just people in positions of power, but also those who are in opposition to the change and also those who do not have any authority but are affected by the change uh, to ensure that, you know, whatever initiative you are, change initiative you are taking incorporates multiple perspectives. Viewing the issues from only one or two perspectives is very unlikely to capture enough information to understand the complex environment in which you are trying to bring about some change. The fifth aspect is to iterate and act. Sense-making is an ongoing process that extends beyond the initial data gathering and implementation, uh, but also captures feedback on the uh, success of your initiative after you have implemented it. As more and more data is obtained, you must update your map of the issue or the situation and your vision and also refine the options that are available to you. However, it's important that you do not become paralyzed by the deluge of data uh, such that no action or progress is made and the initiative stalls. Therefore, once you gather sufficient balanced information, it is time to take action and secure those early victories 
to help the change process gain momentum. So basically we talked about all the five steps that you need to do in order to be good at sense making. Starting with exploring the wider system, then pursuing the opinions of people that differ from you, testing your assumptions, adopting multiple perspectives when looking at the challenge and iterating and acting uh, rather than waiting to find the right solution. So what gets in the way of effective sense making? There are basically two things that can get in your way. One is rigidity and the second is leader dependence. These are very typical of the command and control environments that we are familiar with from the past. They worked when the problems and solutions were more technical in nature and were known. These help when efficiency is the primary goal. But when it comes to addressing adaptive challenges, this does not work. There is no single correct solution and the leader does not have all the answers as the environment is so dynamic in a VUCA world. The sense-making process can be daunting as data becomes overwhelming and the initially unknown gaps in understanding are highlighted. With growing complexity and uncertainty, what we need is flatter organizations, loose networks, better teams, and higher social and emotional intelligence to address large-scale challenges. These uh, will allow us to learn and improve as we act within the system. So to summarize, sense-making is all about being able to make sense of the world and understand the context that you are operating in. As a leader, you can do this by getting out to see what's going on in your environment, creating a mental model or map of that environment with and for other people in the organization and then revising that map or model as things change. Need help? Soaring Eagles can help you and your organization navigate the complexities and deal with adaptive changes. Contact us today to reduce risk and drive growth. We'd love to help you with your complex challenges. Thank you for joining us this week on Staying Relevant Tomorrow. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. It will help us reach out to more leaders and help them stay relevant. If you have a question that you would like an answer to, you could head over to my website soaringeagles.co. Just drop me a message. I do read through those and what do you know, it might even end up on the show. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Signing off now is your host Sonali Sinha. Stay relevant.